Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Eva Fulton is an Army veteran, an entrepreneur, a uh, owner of an MBA, uh, and she's the founder of the North Texas Women Veterans Group, also the North Texas Veterans Group. You're, you're doing a lot for a lot of different people now, and it seems that this has absolutely taken over your life. So we're kind of getting to that point now where you made the switch from worrying about your professional life and getting all those, (laughs) getting all that stuff squared away and moving into focusing on other people. Mm -hmm. When did you, when did you first get that idea that you wanted to work with other veterans and to help other people in that kind of charitable nonprofit type side? Uh, So two years ago, January, so 2016, I started the Facebook group, North Texas Women Veterans, and it kind of chugged along for a little while. And uh, Texas Veterans Commission contacted me and some other women's here in North Texas and said, uh, hey, we're going around and hosting, you know, some events to meet compliance with our, you know, the one of the bills here for Texas Veterans Commission and we're hosting these roll calls would you ladies please organize it and the group selected myself and uh, somebody else to co-chair the event Uh, University of Texas at Arlington was so gracious in hosting for us the the actual site location and uh, we put on a beautiful gala the Friday night and we hosted a number of uh, conferences you know during the day on Saturday and was able to help other women Uh, it was kind of interesting one of the ladies that walked across was a woman that I served with at Fort Hood her name is Lisa Bass and she owns combatbootsjewelry.com so you can see the necklace and earrings she designed this she's an entrepreneur as well and uh, so she works with military sexual trauma victims and she's really trying to be on the proactive uh, prevention for reaction. So when you meet people like that, you and you know those her organization, there's a Stephen A. Cohen Foundation who was one of the supporters of the gala last year as well as 2016, then it's not hard to start pulling these organizations together. Okay, North Texas Women Veterans, we may be a Facebook group. North Texas Veterans is a Facebook group. We're meant to be the pool of the people. We're not recreating the wheel of what all these other organizations are. We're the hub of the population so they can tap into us and then be able to have the veterans attend events, find a buddy. We don't need to, you know, there are proactive ways of being able to avoid the 22 you know, suicides a day, supposedly. Those are the numbers. But uh, if if we can kind of help our own and just get people plugged in. There's lots of organizations. I, you know, I've kind of been doing like almost one a week and I, I'm very social media 
out there. I, I, I FaceTime, I, you know, do Facebook Live. Hey, I'm here at this event and uh, went to an, an event last night and it's the politics side of things. But, you know, politics is a reality. What's happening with, you, you know, lawmaking side of things? And so if I just kept quiet, then that's all there is, is quiet. Was there something that made you, was there something or an event that happened that prompted you to get these groups going? I think it was my own, going through my own experiences, realizing I didn't know what was out there. You know, I went I went to, uh, I've gone to several events, and they even, I just don't know who to talk to. It's not hard to figure out who to talk to if you can get them plugged in to where the people can communicate, you know, mm-hmm. having that venue. And, you know, like for the North Texas Women Veterans, sorry, guys, there's no men on the page. I don't allow, because I want the women to have a safe place to, excuse me, to ask their questions and, and feel like we're sisters talking to each other on our level. And I'm not, you know, I don't run the page. I mean, it's a group effort, and um, I invite all the organizations to post their events on our on the, on their page because um, it's it's there as a resource, both for the organizations and for the individuals, and and to just get plugged in. What program did you use to go back to school? I went through the vocational rehab program. I didn't. I qualified for the Montgomery GI Bill, but mm-hmm. it didn't provide for a stipend, okay. and I I was not post 9-11, so I didn't qualify for that one at all. So really, uh, the, voca- the vocational rehab program was... So do you think that going through that and, and receiving that help from that was probably one of the reasons why you have set up North Texas Women Veterans the way that you have, is that it's a group to help find people, find groups. right. And, you know, there are other organizations that I've become a part of, like Women Veterans of America, a more formal group. I'm the chaplain, and we have a great commander, Camilla Zimbel, who's already been on a different radio station, by the way. So I beat her to you, though. Good. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's it's about plugging plugging everybody in and just getting us organized in some way. Uh, she posts things on North Texas Women Veterans. There's on North Texas Veterans also, you know, there's other organizations like, uh, te- you know, the guy organizations who are really do more posting over there. But Texas Veteran Outdoors and, uh, of course, Irreverent Warriors. Uh, there's all kinds. There's so many that float through my head. Um, Flower Mound Veterans are really organized and it's if we don't communicate, then I don't want to see what those consequences are. I, I you know, it's how I grow my people garden. Uh, it's I, I don't want to not have sown a seed that I should have sown. Are veterans surprised at the opportunities that are available to them once they start getting into these groups and, and kind of figuring out what's available? Is I, it shocking to them or is it just they need to just take that? Fr- I, they need that first step to kind of get moving. Sometimes it depends. Sometimes they don't know what benefits are available, and that's where it's great to have these resources. So let's say I had somebody contact me. uh, Hey, Eva, I've never filed a claim. I don't know what I do. 
I can refer them to a veteran service organization or depend upon what their particular needs are. Maybe they need to get plugged into counseling sooner. You got the Stephen A. Cohen Foundation that has those network of resources. Um, I've been working with a unique lady who's uh, really kind of been paving her own way. She's one of the VASH recipients, so that's the Veterans Assistance Supported Housing. Um, so I met her through my veteran connection side of things, but she's been helping uh, figure out transportation issues and and she goes Eva I feel really empowered telling other veterans disabled veterans how can they get transportation to their appointments don't let transportation be a hindrance and so when she's at her appointments waiting she she says Eva I just sit there and I'm just chatting away I'm just so excited telling, telling about what you're doing and I get text messages from her all the time I I um uh, she got to move into a new apartment a few weeks ago, and I helped Great. her decorate. And then we went out to Equest, and she got to see horses. And that was a great experience for her because she said she hadn't seen horses since she was like eight years old. Mm. And she's, you know, in her 50s and not very mobile. And uh, so she played photographer while I was working with Hooves for Heroes, working on some you know, flower projects, and uh, it was just great that she wasn't going to a doctor's appointment for once, and she was, you know, getting out, and her son, you know, is so excited that she's got girlfriends for a change, and uh, getting out there and just, you know, living, that's what I really call it, I call it living, and I'm not working towards my bucket list, I've seen enough, you know, death in my life with people and my own near occurrences that I don't work on a bucket list. I work on a living list. And that's kind of what I help promote for other people. Just get out there and live. Are female veterans underserved as far as the amount of opportunities and things that are available? You specifically wanted to focus on helping out women veterans. Now, of course, you have expanded to helping anyone. Right. But, you know, your main focus seems to be really, really helping out female veterans. Are the resources there, or is that one of the things that you're trying to do, make sure that there is more and they know about everything so maybe there will be more attention focused yes, onto them? Yes, 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 yes. Uh, you know, I think a big thing is kind of like what I use on my platform. I found my voice. Oh, my gosh, look where I'm at. I'm using my voice to help other women find their voice. And and so many of them, did you know that we have 16, about 16,000 women veterans here in North Texas alone? Did not. And we are the greatest growing population of veterans in the state of Texas. Because guess why? There are more of us serving. Mm. So they're going to get out at some point. And if we don't navigate what those resources are now... And, and kind of help get the infrastructure available, you know, it's going to be really critical because they're going to hit that mass point when they get out if we didn't help prepare it for them. Uh, you know, it wasn't there when I got out. I didn't know how to navigate any of the social services. I applied for food stamps for Pete's sakes, and I didn't know that I could have had an over-the-phone appointment. Just I, those little things. Just those little things. It, it, you just don't understand them. Uh, it's not what we were used to in the military. So if we can help communicate that and help help them understand, what, listen, get over your pride. 
It's okay to ask for help. In fact, you're stronger because you asked for help because you didn't sink down. And that doesn't matter whether you're a male or a female. Just get out there and talk to somebody and know that you're not alone. And and we're here to help you arm in arm. I got my buddies back. So you're working with the Facebook groups, North Texas Women Veterans. You also have the co-ed version with this North Texas Veterans. Let's see what else. We have Veterans Affinity Group. You're helping right. out with them. You're also helping out with Women's Veterans of America, where mm-hmm. you're a chaplain. Is there anything? Am I forgetting one? Or 12 uh, more? I kind of, you know, I bounce around. Is and... there too many? Can you stretch? Honestly, with, with charitable groups and doing stuff like this, can you spread yourself too thin, do you think? Is that possible? Or can you always find time for something? I'm finding all time, you know, all kinds of time for thing. I've got a book that's coming out this summer for Pete's sake. <laughs> we're going, so. we're going into that too. But I mean, my, maybe not just for you, but in general, are you? A, you seem to be one of those say yes type people. Where it's not just always... always. I know the size of my garden, and okay. you know, I All know. Right. So I... that isn't that. So that is a philosophy that you hear to. You're going to stick to a certain. You got to know your limits. I do know my limits. You know, my children come first, and I find that balance with them. You know, my youngest two are the ones that are at home, and uh, they're 14 and 16 years old, pretty active in school, choir, football, rugby. You know, uh, my daughter started wrestling this week, so, uh, you know, she's the 14-year-old. I've got two older boys they're both in college. One of them's at Texas Tech using my Hazelwood Legacy Program. All right. So thank you, Texas Veterans Commission, for continuing that. Uh, you know, it would not be possible for those things to happen as a single mother uh, if it if if I didn't have those resources that could help help my children's lives, you know? You're using your understanding of groups available to help your kids go to college. Yes. I think that's a great example of what is possible out there. You know, when we were talking about the stuff that you could find on North Texas Women Veterans, to me it would have been a lot about just helping yourself mm-hmm. and, and, not, and you know, others would benefit. Oh, no, because you know but... what? I didn't ever tell you, like, this summer uh, I applied for the— uh, Valkyrie on the Seas, which is a special program for veterans. You know, I got to get recharged too, right? I I do so much in helping other organizations. Uh, I get to go scuba diving with Valkyries on the Sea. It's a veterans program. So for a week, I'll be out in the Bahamas, uh, and and I get to go through this training. Uh, I'll get licensed. I'll get my scuba certification really? before I leave. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, I'm I'm very thankful. And I, these aren't like, you know, shameless plugs. These are really things I applied. They're be- good examples that, of what's available. It, of what's available um, that I can get fed so that I can keep helping other veterans. Yeah. And no, you don't get it. You know, what is it? There was another woman veteran that I uh, saw on Facebook. I saw a posting about uh, the Hope Project down in Austin, and uh, and it's for a car. So I I said, hey, uh, sister, you know this this might be good for you. Well, she applied for it and she won a car. It was a refurbished car, but it's she needed a car. Yeah. And so you know it's helping people like that. Uh, it's that's that's but that's how this works is sharing the information and just networking people and resources. And this is not about me, but how can I get somebody else in touch with what 
what resource they're needing. Maybe it's counseling, maybe it's health, maybe it's chiropractic services. I've referred several people to my chiropractor, and he works with the Choice Program with the VA, and, you know, that's doing great wonders for him, not just about uh, getting the, the, you know, extra patients, but uh, he lost his wife to cancer, and so, you know, helping other people is really what I'm about and what a lot of people that I come with, you know, in contact with. Eva Fulton is my guest today. Her her website, evafulton.com. She's the founder of North Texas Women Veterans Facebook group, also North Texas Veterans Group. She does a lot of work with uh, other various veterans groups. She's hooked up with everybody. Um, we're also going to add to that list public speaker and author uh-huh. and director. Director, producer, you know, uh, yeah, so that's... My, I have a book coming out this summer called Welcome to My People Garden, and that'll be through Westbow Press Publishing. It's a division of Zondervan. Uh, I got a wonderful uh, critique back from the editing department, and they said that it was an inspired spiritual guidebook. That feedback always feels good, doesn't it? It, it does. Now, you it told does. me that this book took you 10 years it's, to write. It, yeah, it's taken me ten years to write. Has was it all? Did you always? Were you always writing a book, or were these kind of notes and things that you had that just all of a sudden, after a while, you thought, "Oh, I actually have a book here," and then you kind of applied it? No, I had some. You know, my this is about my people garden. It started when I was in college and going through my MBA program, and I started gardening in the backyard. It was therapy for me. So it's really uh, metaphorical for my own self-growth. Uh, people gardening starts with my relationship with myself, be veteran, whatever you know state you're in, and uh, my relationship with God. When that synergy is there and connected, then I can have better relationships with other people. Uh, with all the loss, that's made a big, tremendous uh, impact with my relationship with my children uh, family members, you know, co-workers and friends and, you know, my, my huge people garden of veterans that keeps growing. I, I know people, women, I know veterans, California and Maryland and D.C. and uh, with the Veterans Affinity Group, I hosted a Women's History Month conference call in March and had 10 other agencies that were calling in on the on the call, so... How would you describe the book? So there's there's stories using gardening as a metaphor, and uh, it's based upon the parable of the sower. So, you know, the sower is not—everybody thinks that it's about the seeds, it's about the ground. No, it's called the parable of the sower. That's you. You're sowing seeds with a relationship, whether it's the relationship with yourself— and in the those ground types, those four ground types is a reflection of who you are, where are you at? And when I went through and did gardening at, at these various, you know, my first two houses, that that I I discovered, you know, uh wow, you can not only have the rocky ground that's covered with weeds and it's covered with all these vines and, you know, vines are lies that we tell ourselves, that they're the, the lies that other people tell us that we tend to believe. And then those rocks, they, you know, they take up a lot of space and they're really heavy. 
uh, you know, I talk about in the book, there was a dream I had one time with, uh, between that involved me and, and Mark, my husband at the time. And I had this, I had this basket of rocks that I was picking up off the ground. I could carry this basket. The, the rocks were manageable. They were about the size of my hand. And, and I looked over in the distance and Mark was driving a bulldozer with a big, oh, huge, massive boulder that he was trying to, you know, move and was having a tough time. And I think it was very reflective of his relationship with God at the time. It had a lot to do with his health that he was, you know, not admitting that he was battling and not telling me about. When you look at those things in your life, all right, what am I going to, how am I going to manage my garden. Everybody sees what's in your front yard, but what's in your backyard? What are you hiding? What are you not managing? And so I really kind of talk about that in the various chapters, the weeds in our lives. How do you manage those things? And I provide some self-reflective questions. And I think it'll be great for the individual. It'll be great for small groups at church. Mm. Uh, You know, maybe it's casual reading with girlfriends and you know, maybe even a husband-wife team. Uh, so we'll see. The book's coming out this summer? Should be this summer, July. I, I, I emailed with my editor the other day, hey, I have this interview. <laughs> and and she goes, well, provided everything goes okay, you know, late June, early July. So okay. I'll, I'll, I'll play the contractor and say, you know, middle July, and it'll be in time for all those good small groups in the fall. Well, all right, we're uh, amazingly running up against it. Now, I, we, we have to mention that you are, you're starting a documentary I am. real quick. So you got a documentary, and this is just starting, called Faithful Warriors. Faithful Warriors is based upon 2 Timothy 2, and uh, so I'm really excited. It's combat veterans talking about their faith during combat. That's going to be good. I think so. Uh, I'm excited. I'm going with a couple of other veterans to Austin on Saturday, and the New York Film Academy is going to be there. Texas Veterans Commission is hosting an event, so we're going to learn about, you know, scene setup and, you know, all of that stuff. So I'm excited. That's amazing. All right, so you finish the book, you jump straight to the documentary. You're you're absolutely fantastic. I'm really glad that you came in today. Um, you're helping a lot of people. You have helped yourself and everyone that you know. Uh, I, I wasn't sure how today's interview was going to go because we honestly had so much to talk about, but I think that we hit some great stuff, and it was wonderful having you in here. Eva Fulton is the founder of North Texas Women Veterans. You can find them on Facebook. The co-ed version of this is called North Texas Veterans, also on Facebook. She has a book coming out this summer. It's called Welcome to My People Garden. She's going to start on a documentary very soon called Faithful Warriors. Uh, Public speaking engagements, everything can be found at evafulton.com. It's been amazing. Thank you very much, and good luck with the documentary. Thank you so much. I really appreciate this opportunity. I'm Nick Carissimi. Join me again next time on Better Living. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 